So sleepy, chilly little Canada is number one in world news at the moment because people are trying to process what it means, not just for Canada, but for the world through cancel culture, through woke culture, through hysterical attack culture, as the successive tsunami shocks of an obsessive historical use of blackface keeps crashing into liberal Prime Minister leader Justin Trudeau. So let's go with the news. I'm going to talk about what this all means. It's very powerful stuff for the world as a whole and a lot of philosophical content, which we'll break down here. I will. So this is from the news. I put all sources below. Global News has obtained video showing liberal leader Justin Trudeau in blackface, the third instance of racist stress to come to light in 12 hours. So compressed. It's so rapid. It says the video was shot in the early 1990s. However, it's not clear where it takes place. The video, obtained exclusively by Global News, shows Trudeau covered in what appears to be dark makeup and raising his hands in the air while laughing, sticking his tongue out and making faces. He's wearing a white t-shirt and his jeans are ripped at the knees. It appears as though his arms and legs are covered in makeup as well. So this is a huge deal because, I mean, it's, it's, he's got the whole wig, he's got full makeup, arms, hands, legs, like that's, that's hours of work. That is a big concentrated deal and it's very, very focused. Now, I don't want to read too much Freddie Mercury crotch grinding into the video, but when I pause and look at it, it also looks like he stuffed something down his pants to make his uh, penis look larger, to make it looks like he's got some sort of giant foil wrapped cucumber spinal tap boner going on. And, um, well, that, of course, plays into the stereotype of black penis size and all that. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's just nasty. Now, I know people are saying, well, what's the big deal with blackface and so on? It is actually kind of a big deal. I get to that. Why? And listen, I'm not a woke culture kind of guy, but this one I kind of understand and get. So, in terms of this being the third, right? So, the first released by Time magazine shows Trudeau in 2001 at an Arabian Nights themed gala held by the West Point Gray Academy, the private school in British Columbia where he worked as a teacher. The school declined to comment. The second instance, which he admitted to while apologizing for the first, is a photo of him at a high school talent show performing the song Deo, you know, Deo, and a quote with makeup on. Right, so first we have, there's a couple of things about whether someone is truly sorry, right? This is, you know, we all make mistakes. Apologies are a natural part of the human condition and you can grow and mature and gain trust from taking ownership and making uh, apologies and so on. But here's the thing. So first of all, you should volunteer and apologize before you get caught. It's really, really quite important. If you only apologize when you get caught and then you lie during your apology, Screw you, man. That is that is a non-apology par excellence. So the analogy would be if you're a wife and you catch your husband having an affair and he only apologizes after he's caught and then he, he lies about the affair in the apology. You know, oh, I only, I only had sex with her once. And then it turns out he had sex with her two or three times. Well, then he's obviously weaseling and minimizing as from the very, very beginning. So he only apologizes when caught, and then he lies during the apology. And of course, there are no consequences, right? So if someone is caught doing something bad and they apologize, then part of the apology, 
part of the important part of the apology is to make restitution, right? If you just apologize and wish to move on with no consequences for your wretched and terrible behavior, that means that you're not, not really sorry. Now, I don't know. There's, there's just stuff that people don't see. So when you run for office, the first thing that, well, if you want to run for office, the first thing that happens is your research team, your, your political advisor team, your committee, whoever it is, they'll sit you down and they'll say, listen, opposition research is going to be a big deal. So we need to know every piece of dirt, every problem, every issue, everything that could conceivably be used against you. We need to know about it now so we can plan for it, right? I guarantee you this happened with Justin Trudeau, who has a pretty checkered parse, to put it uh, mildly. So my question is, when the advisor sat down with Justin Trudeau, when he was considering running for office, and certainly before he ran for a prime minister, they would sit him down and say, well, what do you have? Like, what, what's going on in your past? Now, given that he has, and this is just three, could be more, given that he has this obsessive history with highly detailed blackface, surely he would have told them about that. Because, you know, they're pretty clear. Like, if you lie about this, we can't work with you, right? So you have to kind of, on your, quote, honor, I say, quote, honor, because he's a liberal in general. But so if he told the truth and said, yeah, you know, I've got this history of blackface. You know, there's pictures out there for sure. Uh, there are videos out there. Uh, I've got this history of blackface, right? So that means, of course, that it was covered up, which, of course, right? That's sort of natural, right? Or he lied about it. Or he didn't even remember. And I don't really believe that. He didn't remember it at all. And the other thing, too, it's funny and, and horrible, the way this kind of works, which is that non-Canadian media breaks these stories critical of the left, critical of the liberals. And so this happens uh, in, in this is Time magazine in the States, I think it was, that came up with this stuff. And then it's reported in England, it's reported in Australia, and finally, grudgingly, right, it gets reported in Canada. And now... Global News says they think they got this video from somebody in the Conservative Party. Now, somebody in the Conservative Party who has this video of Justin Trudeau doing this weird, distorted, mocking face, bump and grind in blackface. Well, not just blackface, black arms, uh, black legs, black hands, and possibly black penis. So the, the, the Conservatives have had this for a long time, and obviously they've been shopping this to the media. Of course, right? I mean, it's, it's an election coming up. Uh, in in uh, just over a month here in Canada. So, of course, the Conservatives are trying to raise the trumpets of alarm about this foppish, bright sock-wearing idiot that he's not competent to run a country. Of course, he's not competent to run a country. He's not competent to run a party in, in high school, but oh, when he's a teacher. So, the Conservatives have been chopping this video around, and there have been no takers, right, from the media. Now, of course, I don't know about global news in particular, but the media has um, dangling over them, not just, I think it's $1.5 billion that the CBC gets from the government, which is wretched, appalling, horrible, disgusting, predatory, and immediately falsifies everything that uh, the, the government broadcaster says. But also, over the next five years, the plan is to give, and I think it's already underway, uh, $600 million to the Canadian media. So that's a liberal thing. Uh, Andrew Scheer would probably continue that. Maxime Bernier would probably not, as also he would probably not continue the $1.5 billion to the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation from taxpayers forced, which, I mean, just a horrible organization all around. And this is why Bernier is excluded from the debates. And, and this is why the media doesn't chastise or criticize anyone for wanting to do that, because, I mean, you know, 
uh, it's, uh, it's about the filthy lucre, right? I mean, they, they want the money, they want to get paid, and that's how it, how it goes. So the media doesn't report on it in Canada, even though I guarantee you the Conservative Party was shopping around this footage of Justin Trudeau and blackface, they wouldn't do it. And now, of course, they're reporting on it, but only because their hand is forced, right? Like Trudeau apologizes because he's caught, and now the Canadian media has to report on it. And this, the reason why, of course, is not just the $600 million, but the media used to do reporting, right? They used to, to be critical. They used to, to some degree, speak truth to power, at least until the lefty commies wormed their way through the entire organization in their long march through the institutions. But now the way the media works is they go ask questions of politicians. And sometimes those questions are critical, but they ask questions of politicians and then they report on what the politicians say. And that's the job of the media. It's not investigative reporting anymore. It's just gossip. Now, that's a lot easier than going and do multi-month investigative reports, which can turn up a lot of dirt on some pretty dark-souled individuals and might get you sued, might get you in trouble, or or might pan out to be nothing. It's just a lot easier to go jam your microphone in someone's face, uh, yell a question at them, and then claim that you're somehow a reporter when you're not uh, at all, right? I mean, rewriting press releases from the leftist government has been the business model of the mainstream media for the last couple decades, which is why the entrepreneurial independent media like whoever is kicking their ass, right? Because some of us actually ask questions and think for ourselves and others uh, don't, right? So, okay, so let let me just sort of address this because I hope I have some credibility in not being part of this woke cry-bully culture. But yeah, blackface has a racist history. It It is a nasty history. So, it, it had its origins in the 19th century in the South where white comedians would paint themselves up in blackface and would push stereotypes of blacks in America, and particularly in the South, as being, you know, dumb and, and, and cowardly and hypersexualized and all this kind of stuff. So pushing all those stereotypes, which had a lot to do with dehumanizing blacks during, of course, the grim times of slavery, right? Slavery lasted in America for, I think, 84 years from the actual founding of America until its abolitioning, uh, until um, abolitionism under the uh, Lincoln presidency, right? So, but it, it was a horrible time in human history, a horrible time in American history. And so it's like times a thousand, you know, like if you're a man and you see these constant cliches of dumb men who can't do anything and the women are all smart and the kids are all smarter than them. Like, you know how that kind of rankles you and it's kind of annoying because it's really sexist and all that? Well, times that a thousand, throw in slavery, that's the history of blackface. Because, like, skin color is not a costume. Skin color is a part of one's cultural and ethnic identity. It's not just like a costume. And to, to imply, like, oh, just... Blackface turns me into a, a caricature and a costume is to say that skin color is like a costume, but it's not. And of course, the history of it with regards to slavery and dehumanizing blacks in America, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but it's not the smallest deal in the world, and it's not inconsequential. Like, it's really not inconsequential. The dehumanizing of people who are slaves uh, is is a big deal uh, and, and has an, an ugly history and so on, right? So... So, I mean, for those of us who've been looking at Justin Trudeau, not through the rose-colored lens of his uh, prettiness or his patriarchal dynastic name or his 
wealth or, or anything. Or his, you know, does he have charisma? Uh, not really. He just seems always kind of goofy. Like the guy's, what is he, 47 years old and he's still bouncing around in weird socks. And I don't know. It's just strange. But for those of us who've observed him since he burst on the public scene as an MP, yeah, his judgment is, is terrible. His judgment is, it's like worse than terrible because terrible judgment, like if, you, if you're a bad archer, you won't hit the target. But if you're worse than a bad archer, you'll hit the bystanders on a regular basis, right? That's where Trudeau's judgment is, right? So back in the day, and again, I'll put links to all of this below. This is from the AFP, and this is before he became prime minister. It says Canada's, Canada's liberal leader and strong candidate for prime minister, Justin Trudeau, admitted Thursday that he has smoked marijuana since being elected to parliament after recently calling for legalizing its use. Now, come on. I mean, the guy, what was he out in BC? He was a teacher. He was a drama teacher. He was a snowboard instructor. I mean, the guy was part of pot culture. Now, you know, how much he used, I don't know. He's admitted to some. But come on, the guy was uh, an MP, right? Uh, after being elected to parliament, he was smoking marijuana, which, of course, would beg the question, did you ever review or vote on legislation while you are under the influence of marijuana? That would be a perfectly sensible question, which of course is why the Canadian media, to my knowledge, never really asked it. His history with drugs, he told the Huffington Post that he once tried to smoke hashish at an Amsterdam cafe, but called it a total disaster, and suspects friends may have slipped hallucinogenic mushrooms into his spaghetti sauce. Well, we'll get to his choice of friends in just a few minutes. Now, this is old news, but still important, and I, I recognize this even more powerfully, having just come back from shooting a documentary in Hong Kong, which would be out soon. So, regarding China, the liberal leader was asked which nation he admired most. Justin Trudeau responded, quote, There's a level of admiration I actually have for China. Their basic dictatorship is actually allowing them to turn their economy around on a dime. Now, this is China, which is involved, really, in ethnic cleansing in Tibet which uh, shoots people with a very high conviction rate uh, on a regular basis. And China has put a million Muslims in internment camps, right? So this is one million Muslims are being held right now in Chinese internment camps, according to estimates cited by the UN and US officials. Former inmates, most of them are Uyghurs, a largely Muslim ethnic minority, have told reporters that over the course of an indoctrination process lasting several months, they were forced to renounce Islam, criticize their own Islamic beliefs and those of fellow inmates, and recite Communist Party propaganda songs for hours each day. There are media reports of inmates being forced to eat pork and drink alcohol, which are forbidden to Muslims, as well as reports of torture and death. Now, don't get me wrong, I am no fan of Islam, but the idea that you round up an ethnic and religious minority, throw them in internment camps and brainwash them out of their beliefs and into communism through torture, through death, through forcing them to eat pork and drink alcohol. That is monstrous and abhorrent, hideous totalitarian behavior. How the liberals and how Trudeau get one single Muslim vote is absolutely incomprehensible to me. The guy praised a dictatorship that had put a million Muslims in internment camps and brainwashed, tortured, and killed them, according to many reports. Come on. Come on. This is absolutely appalling. And you could go on about what goes on in the Chinese totalitarian dictatorship for quite some time. 
Here's another question that nobody seems to have asked. And this is a tweet I wrote yesterday. No one has asked the most important question about Justin Trudeau's blackface habit. Were the endless photos and videos ever used for blackmail? Imagine if someone like Jeffrey Epstein had had this kind of career-ending dirt on Trudeau, he'd have had almost total control over the Prime Minister. The videos are out there. Videos have been out there for how long? Who's had control of them? Who has called up Justin Trudeau and said, here are the pictures and here are the videos I have of you performing this racist parody. I can release these videos or I can hold on to them in return for dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. This is why highly compromised public officials are such a grave danger, right? This is why Jeffrey Epstein's potential blackmail scheme of just about every powerful pervert in the known universe, which appears to be just about every powerful person in the known universe, is why it was so important, so powerful, so dangerous, right? Who's had this highly compromising, potentially career-ending material on Justin Trudeau? And what have they done with it? Was he ever blackmailed? We may never know, but these would be important questions to ask. Now, I guess every leftist hack in the known universe got the memo because the redefining of language is foundational, right? It's the newspeak, right? So the Daily Beast said, third instance of Justin Trudeau in face darkening makeup surfaces. So yeah, they all got the same memo. Here's how we rewrite it. It's not blackface. It's face darkening makeup. I mean, I'm old enough to remember how Megyn Kelly got hounded out of an entire career by leftists for just saying the blackface wasn't that offensive. Like, that was just last year. Now, the execrable Bob Ray. Okay, so for those who aren't Canadian, who aren't a little older, Bob Ray was a member of Parliament for Toronto Centre. He was the interim leader of the Liberal Party of Canada from 2011 to 2013. He was previously leader of the Ontario New Democratic Party, which is our equivalent of the Democrats slash socialists slash communists. He was the 21st Premier of Ontario from 1990 until 1995. So I remember this. This is sort of when I was in grad school. And uh, yeah, he ratcheted up the debt and then did a huge amount of spending just before he left office, like just a real piece of work. So Bob Ray recently was commenting on an accusation that the conservatives in Canada had been tweeting out a meme with Justin Trudeau face looking a little darker than normal, right? So he was commenting about this, and Bob Ray tweeted, Racism at work, the equivalent of blackface. Media should be all over this straight out of a propaganda textbook. Ah, Bob. This wasn't blackface. This was a meme that I don't think the conservatives even came up with, and... Yeah, it was a shadowed face of the Canadian Prime Minister. And he's like, racism at work, the equivalent of blackface. So blackface is racism, according to Bob Ray. Now what are you going to do? Now what are you going to do with Justin Trudeau? Not a meme, not a shadowed face, but actual blackface, black arms, black legs, black hands, and possibly black penis simulation. What's he going to do now? See, smarter people anticipate this kind of stuff. You don't lob racism 
sexism, mis- you, don't, you don't lob that stuff unless there's very clear evidence, pl- proof beyond a reasonable doubt. You don't just lob that shit around. Like some McNamara moron rolling grenades into a tent as a joke, right? You, you don't just lob that stuff around. Why? Well, it's wrong. It's, it's absolutely immoral to destroy people's reputation without clear evidence. It's absolutely wrong, absolutely immoral. And trust me, man, when people start by assassinating characters, their culture, their history, the trend shows that ideology ends up by literally assassinating people, right? There's character murder followed by real murder. Uh, and so the, the, the verbal abuse is, is a way of whipping up frenzy for actual physical danger. Like, so I'm called all of these terrible names in generally in the hopes that crazy people will start physically attacking me and, and, and kill me or, you know, there are bomb threats when I try to give speeches and so on. And what do I do? I don't do anything that's racist. I talk about ethnic IQ differences because I want us all to get along better and to understand each other and to grapple with the challenges of a multi-ethnic society with reference to facts, reason, evidence, and science rather than just prejudice and hysteria and race baiting. So I want us all to get along, which is why I talk about facts that will help us get along if we can actually talk about these facts. So I'm called, uh, you know, racist, white supremacist, white nationalist, all, all the usual garbage for talking about facts and for consistently saying there's no such thing as racial superiority and inferiority. The fact that there are differences on average between the races means you can never judge an individual by any group averages. But when you're going to start to talk about different outcomes in a meritocratic system like the free market that we have some degree of, it's important to talk about these things so we stop blaming all group differences and outcomes on white racism. That's horribly bigoted, incredibly dangerous, and it's going to result in civil wars if we're not really, really careful. So I'm trying to cool the jets, have us all get along better. I'm called a racist, right? By the mainstream media as well as, you know, the lunatics over on Wiki. So I don't lob the racism bomb around, and I've had it used horribly unjustly against me. So a smart person doesn't just call people racist with no evidence. Why? Because once you unsheath that sword, right, once you escalate to that degree, it's going to come back and bite you or someone you like badly, right? I mean, you lose the sharks in the water. Hey, man, we're all in the same swimming pool. Oh, don't worry. The sharks will only ever bite my enemies. No. This is why you stand on principle and you don't character assassinate. So, come on. The prime minister's judgment. You got to be kidding me. Justin Trudeau's judgment. So I did a whole presentation on this. I'll link to it below. I won't get into all of the details, but here we go. From a report, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau held firm to his belief that his actions in the SNC-Lavalin affair were justified hours after Canada's ethics watchdog slammed him for violating federal law. Violating federal law. Trudeau inappropriately pressured former Attorney General Jody Wilson-Raybould to offer the Montreal-based engineering firm the option to avoid criminal prosecution on corruption charges, conflict of interest, and ethics commissioner Mario Dion found. And I quote, The authority of the Prime Minister and his office was used to circumvent, undermine, and ultimately attempt to discredit the decision of the Director of Public Prosecutions as well as the authority of Ms. Wilson-Raybould as the, chief, as the Crown's Chief Law Officer. Dion said in a statement. He violated federal law, according to the Canada's ethics watchdog. 
Come on. I mean, he praised Castro, murderous dictator, who was good friends with Che Guevara, a literal child murderer. Justin Trudeau praised communist dictatorship China. Justin Trudeau didn't listen to Robert Downey's character, never go full retard. Justin Trudeau violated federal law according to Canada's ethics watchdog. I mean, he has, he's no good judgment. He's no good judgment. He's not competent to run a country. He's not competent to run his own life, for heaven's sakes. Regarding his judgment, so Justin Trudeau had a roommate in college, his best friend, I believe, at the time. And they went through college together, and then they got a job at an elite private high school together. And then Justin Trudeau's roommate and best friend ended up pleading guilty to child pornography charges. I mean, it, it's absolutely appalling, right? I mean, the character judgment to be roommates and best friends with this monster who was the coach of a child's hockey team who had access to children. Justin Trudeau was best friends with the monster like that who had easy access to kids. I mean, trust me, habitual blackface is, is far from his worst lapse in judgment. Come on, people. It's... it's it's time to wake up. It, it, it's absolutely, it, it's time to wake up. Come on. This, this, I mean, I'd call him a clown, but it's a little bit closer to the It movie. Monday, October the 21st, 2019. Federal election in Canada. Right before Halloween. Come on. Wake up, people. It's right before Halloween. Let's kick the monsters out before then.